Hey everybody, this is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Dana Marschne, who is the international PR and sales manager for the Leipzig Tourism and Marketing Company. So we're going to talk about Leipzig and really give you an idea of what it is that you should be telling your clients. And this is Insider Travel Report. Let's talk about generally, and then we'll get very specific, uh, why uh, Leipzig? Yes, that's right. Leipzig is one of the most exciting, maybe most underrated uh, cities in Germany. It's about two hours, hours south of Berlin, and uh, we're here now in the heart of Europe. And the Leipzig is famous for its music, but it's also home of the peaceful revolution and so many more things. And uh, well, you will see some more details in right. this video. And you say that it's two hours south, like uh, how uh, by train, by car? It's about two hours by car and one hour, 50 minutes by train. So the best way to travel to Leipzig actually is by train. You arrive at the beautiful main train station right in the city center. And of course you can fly into Frankfurt or Berlin and then just hop on the train. In fact, let's talk about that train station. It is really beautiful. Uh, I have footage, that's why I want to bring it up. Um, and there's also a, a big glass thing with trains in it that you could play with. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know what you're talking about. My kids love it too. It's a little model of a, yeah, of a little um, landscape where you can uh, put in a coin and then the trains move. And actually you have one track on the right side where there's an historical uh, train you can watch. It's like an open air museum. And uh, it was really a, a wonderful structure. It not only is functional because of the, all the train tracks, but it's a lot of stores. Yes, that's right. There's about 140 stores. There's a mall inside um, the train station. So if you have a stayover, uh, well, it's just the perfect uh, way to spend your time. Are there flights from the US direct? Unfortunately, there's no direct flights to Leipzig, but we do have an airport. Um, it's more into cargo, but um, some uh, direct. Um, uh, well, I flew to uh, uh, Vienna and I, then I flew to Leipzig. Yes, there's a direct flight to Vienna. There's also a direct flight to London and Dublin right now. And what else? Yeah, Frankfurt, Berlin, of course. But then I think it's better to take the train from well, there. It's not hard to get here, but you have to want to get here. And you, and you should. How many days should they plan? Well, at least three days. But you can also spend a week here without getting bored. Well, let's talk about the architecture and, and some, of these, uh, foot, some of the footage that we're seeing. Yeah, Leipzig is full of beautiful architecture. I mean, it's a very old town, more than a thousand years old. And the, um, the city center is very um, small and you can go everywhere by, by foot and model at the uh, nice buildings. And what's unique about Leipzig is also the, um, the, the system of the arcades and passages where you can uh, walk through. And we're gonna show them some of those. Yeah, this is one of the passages. There's more than 30 uh, passages and uh, arcades in the city center. They go through the 
through the buildings. Actually, it's really nice when it's raining. You can uh, cut through and there's uh, nice shopping. And you always have to look up because sometimes there's hidden gems up there. There are, there's a lot of artwork up, up as you look up. And also they were built for uh, not just humans, for what, what, what went through there. Yeah, actually, uh, Leipzig is a very old trade fair city with over 850-year tradition of trade fairs. And back then, the, um, the tradesmen, they came with their wagon on horses, had the goods they, on there, and, well, they came through the passages um, to show their goods, and they were um, uh, sheltered by the rain right. and the wind. So it was a very practical reason. It was a quick drop-off, and you go right through the building. Yes, yes, you're right. It was a very practical way to do that. So now uh, the first church that I encountered is this one. Tell us about it. Yeah, this is a Nicholas church. It's the oldest church in Leipzig and maybe one of the most important ones because it's not only related to music, to Bach, but also it's home of the peaceful revolution of 1989. Um, well, maybe you've probably heard of the 9th November when the Berlin Wall came down, but actually the more important date is the 9th October. October of 1989, when the decisive Monday demonstration took place in Leipzig. More than 70,000 people demonstrated on the street against the GDR regime, and the important thing, it was peaceful. Even so, the army was already stationed around uh, in Leipzig. So this 9 October was really uh, that let the Berlin Wall came down and made the reunification a year later happen. So let's talk about this uh, monument. Yeah, this is um, the, the column of one of the columns that is also inside the Nicholas Church. If you go there, it's very beautiful. And they, it's like an art project. They put this column outside as a symbol because uh, the words from the church, they went out to the street, and that's a symbol for this. And then at the base of that statue, yeah, at the base of that statue, you have uh, this uh, sign, the plaque uh, for the 9 October 1989, this very important date for Leipzig. So actually every year on the 9 October, Leipzig commemorates this uh, happening with the Festival of Lights. And uh, international um, artists, uh, they have their light project installations. And well, we think about, especially about the values of democracy that were so important in 1989 and still are today. So we're going to show them this map that shows that as the movement grew, it, it got up to 70,000 people stretching in this circle, which was the city, um, uh, I guess the boundary, where the fortification wall had been. Yes, actually, yeah, the, the, the yellow ring, we call it the ring. This is the old fortification, and today it's, um, it's a street where trams go. And this was the authentic uh, demonstration route leading, well, from St. Nicholas Church to Augusto Square, and then all around. Um, and that square, is that the one with the fountain that we can show them? The one where the uh, opera house is and the, um, and the uh, concert hall is, isn't that where the, the, the main, uh, I mean, it circled the whole city, but it, that was the center of the event? Yes, right. The Augustus Square is one of the biggest squares in Leipzig, actually, where it holds so many people. And the 70,000 people were only on the 9th of October. Later then, there were more than 150,000 people. Though every Monday, it became more people to right, right. demonstrate. And, and you still celebrate. 
Yes, it's more maybe like a commemorating this event because it's so important and you always have to fight for or stand up for the values of democracy every year again and again. Now, let's talk about the importance of music and that there's a certain music walk and we're going to show them the, the signs in the street. Yes, Leipzig is Germany's city of music. And it's actually because most of the famous uh, musicians like uh, Bach, uh, Mendelssohn, Wagner, Clara uh, and Robert Schumann, they all lived and worked here. And so we have the Leipzig Music Trail. It connects uh, 23 authentic places. And it's very short. It's only like a five kilometer, kilometer route. And you can visit all the authentic places where they lived or where they worked. And yeah, you have to look to this sign, which is like a... There's a little, little silver uh, uh, arrows, very, yeah. very delicate arrows pointing you along the way. And along the way, it took me to the Bach Museum. Let's talk about that, please. Yeah, the Bach Museum. Well, Johann Sebastian Bach, he came to Leipzig 300 years ago in 1723, and maybe he's one of the most famous musicians connected to Bach. That's why he has his own museum. It's right across from St. Thomas Church. And, well, it tells everything we know about the music of Bach, about his life, and uh, especially about his Leipzig time. And the time he was in Leipzig was very productive. He performed over 100 cadets in his first two, three years he was here. Well, he stayed until his death in, um, in uh, 1750. And his grave, uh, he is buried in Leipzig, and you can visit his grave in St. Thomas Church. Right, we'll show, show you that. And also, the museum allows, there's a lot of interactivity in there. Yes, you can, there's a, a whole a room where you can listen to all kind of samples from uh, Bach's music. And anybody in, really interested in ancient instruments, uh, they're all on display. Instruments that uh, he may have procured because he was he would test all the instruments. So you get the real feeling of, uh, uh, of, of being there. Yes, and he was very professional and had a high quality uh, well, to his uh, students, to the choir, but also to the, to the instruments. He tested everything. He didn't want to let it happen. And part of the interactivity is this great wall that shows the lineage of all the box. And, and there's a little purple light. And as you follow it, you hear that box music because they all wrote. Yes, it's uh, interesting, really, how big the, the Bach family is and how many uh, musicians there are. I think it's a little bit pity they only have the male ascensors there. Right, yeah. And that's why I want to say um, uh, um, Bach's second wife, Magdalena Bach, also played an important role in his life. I mean, they had 13 children together, and he had some children from his first marriage. So she was a big help to him that he could dedicate all his life to the music, you know? Well, did she help write the music down or, 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 or copy the music? Because all the, all the musicians had to have it. And, and the museum shows uh, the instruments they used for writing music, including a pen that shows how they do, did the staves, the ten lines, and how they got them to be uniform. Yes, you're right. She was a big help also in copying uh, some of his, his works, and she was a very good musician too. You know, part of the music walk, we, we left uh, the, the Bach Museum just to go to the Mendelssohn House. Let's talk about the Mendelssohn House and its significance. I mean, it's the real house. 
Yes, it's a real house where he spent the last two years of his life and where he actually died. And uh, Felix Mendelssohn Bartholdi was very important for Leipzig. He came here in 1835, stayed for 12 years. He was a musical director of the Gewandhaus Concert Hall. And he was a very innovative, productive musician. And uh, so there's two special things. Uh, he invented the 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 the, uh, that the conductor was was not just someone banging out a, 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 a pace he actually added expression yes that's right he invented that position as a conductor that really someone without um, playing an instrument is in front of the orchestra and uh, leading the orchestra and so another special thing is he is uh, responsible for the so-called Bach Renaissance because after Bach died, some the, the music got a little bit for, forgotten. Forgot. But Mendelssohn, he really pushed it again, and so yeah, it, it was really, popular again. Yes, it became popular again. So uh, this is the house that the family lived in, and so one of the rooms, a very impressive room, was converted into a room where uh, it's, it, there's an interactive orchestra there for you. Let's talk about that and show them. Yes, this is my favorite room of the museum, too. Uh, it's a virtual orchestra, and you can experience how it is to conduct an orchestra, to uh, make the, um, uh, the instruments go faster or slower, and you can play and even listen how it would uh, sound with historic instruments or modern instruments in a church, in a concert hall, so you can play all day long. As we walked around, we saw the different rooms, including um, the room, well, there's not a bed in it, but it was the room that uh, Mendelssohn died in, and we see his death mask, which was uh, sobering. Yes, you're right. This was um, the tradition back this time to have this death mask and his... And little hair they cut from him. Yes, and the, and the hair they cut, and then you see his wife Cecile in the black dress uh, mourning. And I mean, they had uh, five kids together, and he, they both were still very young when he died, so it was a hard time. Do you have a favorite room other than the interactive music room? Yes, I like his working room. They had um, this original painting, how it was when Mendelssohn died, and they made it, reproduced it, uh, not with original um, furniture, but it's you can really imagine how he was there um, studying at night and producing his music. I like this. Right now we're sitting in a big room. What was this for? Yes, every Sunday, the family of Mendelssohn, they invited friends and they had uh, Sunday concerts. And the museum still has a tradition. So every Sunday you come here in the 
original uh, concert room and listen to Mendelssohn music. This is a very special atmosphere. So uh, at one point I, I approached this very formidable fellow on a, a podium and it was Goethe. So tell us about him and, and the significance of where we are. Yes, Johann Wolfgang Goethe, he came to Leipzig um, to study um, law here, but actually he was more interested in uh, poetry and socializing. So one of his uh, f um, favorite um, restaurants, pubs, was the Aubach Cellar. And the Aubach Cellar opened in 1525 already, so in two years there will be a 500 year anniversary of celebration and they served wine to students, which was not normal back then. And so good, he really enjoyed um, the, his time at Aubach Seller, and he was, um, there was um, historic paintings of the old historic Faust novel, and he was inspired to write his own Faust novel, and that's how uh, Leipzig and Aubach Seller got famous too, because there's an own chapter in the Faust novel about the Albert Cellar. So let's, so we walk by the old town hall. Talk, talk about that please and then we'll, we'll compare it to the new one. Yeah. Well, the old town hall is right at the market square in the city center. It's a very beautiful Renaissance building and with arcades and it used to be all the home of the city administration but because the city of Leipzig was growing um, they moved into the new town hall and this one is a museum of a town history now very interesting uh, still with some historic halls inside yeah the new town hall um, it was opened in 1905 so it is still old. <laughs> yes, actually, because at the spot there was um, Pleisenburg Castle, and the architects they wanted to remind the um, citizens of uh, Leipzig at the castle. That's why it has a very high tower, and it has a resemblance to a castle. So this is still where the uh, mayor of Leipzig and the city administration is working. It's more than 600 rooms, so very uh, big, and it's uh, nicely uh, decorated uh, with. Uh, um, the symbol of Leipzig, the lion, and many animal and mysterious elements. So it's very interesting to walk around. And also, if you there have a chance to go inside, it's very uh, beautiful. Um, this is Augustus Square. It's one of the largest squares in Leipzig. You have the Opera House, one of the oldest in Europe. Um, they perform a lot from Richard Wagner too. Actually, he was one of the musicians born in Leipzig in 1813. And right across uh, from the Oper Leipzig is the Gewandhaus Concert Hall with a famous orchestra, the Gewandhaus Orchestra. And that's where also Felix Mendelssohn was a music director. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we have the university and the church. Let's tell, tell them about that. Yes, and right uh, next to the Gewandhaus Concert Hall is the uh, University of Leipzig. It was founded in 1409, so very old. Unfortunately, the old buildings do not exist. And also this one uh, university church, Paulina Church, was destroyed in GDR time. But now there's this really uh, beautiful modern architecture building. It's very modern inside. And they reestablished um, the altar. It's a modern church. But but with uh, original altars from the old church. You know, it's wonderful. It's, it's white and clean, and then it, the, in stark contrast are the things that were preserved from the old church. Yes, that's right. And I think this is typical for Leipzig. You have the old tradition, old things and new, and it's always an ever-changing city. 
So to wrap up, we go out to more than 125,000 travel advisors. Tell us uh, how they can get more information. Is there a URL and, and what else they should know? I didn't tell you about the city of Wadi. We have many canals and lakes and there's a monument to the Battle of the Nation against Napoleon, which is uh, fantastic. And uh, we have a really um, a big uh, art scene about contemporary art, about the Leipzig School of Painting, many, many more museums. So. Come to Leipzig, explore it by yourself, and if you need more information, go to leipzig.travel. Thank you for talking to us. Well, thanks for having me here. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report. <laughs>